Podcast, Spotify, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star review so we can continue to give you um, the, the ish that we talk. And now that is out the way, I will not act like I'm on AF, AM fucking radio. <laughs> what the fuck's the deal? All of you ugly motherfuckers. What's poppin'? I'm here with you. We here together. We gonna make this shit pop. Lindsay, what the fuck is going on? My dog. Like, what will be a breaking point for you where you just like, you know what? I'm out. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm about to say, this is where we ask the audience. Yeah. So, so you already you said, said cheating, cheating, right? Yeah. Cheating. Okay. So Anybody you're, not, else? you're not giving a pass or nothing like that. There ain't no way. There ain't no way. That's no way. Ain't no way. So it's like if if, if it's just cheating for her, like so if, if it's cheating for you the same way too? So like if you cheat, do you feel like I need to leave this relationship? <laughs> if, I, if, if I if I would ever cheat, I would leave her. I would leave you for you. Oh, you such a gentleman. I, I do what I do. You such a gentleman. <laughs> that shit don't happen in real life, but you such a gentleman. <laughs> Anything else? In the moment. In the moment. That's different. I wouldn't be in the moment. You won't so be in you the wouldn't moment. put yourself in the moment. I got you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, make it make sense. Like, because what's the moment? Oh, okay. Oh. If, I, if I never say to myself, like, I should probably get out of here. So, like, do the whole time, <laughs> you're not, you like, oh, no, nah, this cool. This ain't, we just I, chilling. Not if I, not we just, oh, no, nah, she just want to rub my back. That's cool. Hey, I ain't nobody tripping. It's like, oh, okay. Right. I mean, I okay, ooh. All right, you, you ain't got to kiss my neck. That's okay. Cool. This is not the moment yet. Not yet. It's I not the moment yet. Because all, I didn't do it. So it's like, oh, it's like, oh, now my pants is down. This, this is. She, and she pulls them down. Yeah, oh, this ain't the moment. This ain't the moment. This ain't the moment. She did it. She did it. This ain't the moment. So when is the moment? When you're done, you're like, oh, uh, yeah, this is the moment. <laughs> I had to go get my bro, right? That's the moment. That's the moment. Okay, so that's your, that's your. <laughs> so, this so this is cheating for you. Like, if she cheats, oh, hell no. But like, I just had to wait on the moment. Like, no. <laughs> that's ain't the moment. That wasn't the moment. No, she sucked my d- I didn't do that. I didn't ask for it. Like, I didn't know. I, you know, when I feel something wrong, baby, I'm gonna just tell you the truth. When she was, when she was like, uh, 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 I was like, maybe, maybe it's time for me. Ain't no restaurant tour gonna run up on Keith Lee. Let's just, let's just end that shit right there. Y'all, y'all talk a lot of shit, but y'all not about to run up on. Ain't nobody about to run up on him, slap no food out his face, and tell him, bitch, what? Like that's just not gonna happen. At no way, shape, uh, possible. So Santana, Salsa Santana got in on it. He pretty much was like tag me in. And he snapped <laughs> on 
DJ Academics and told him to pull up. He was like, go to my page. We got all kinds of bookings. We outside. Come pull up in one of the bookings, you know, and I'll beat your motherfucking ass. <laughs> I, Saucy Santana just doesn't look like the homosexual man that you're going to hit. And he looks and he looked like uh, uh, that dude off of uh, uh, Low Down Dirty Shades. He ain't about to grab his face and be like, oh, Bernard. Him, you slut. Lord. He about to beat the dog shit out of you. Like, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. To, like, yeah. And I'm laughing because it's going to be so funny because you're going to see a dude massively beating the shit out of a man with an open fist. And you're going to hear, bitch, bitch. You slut. You know what? <laughs> Shout out to D Hero. Uh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. This intro that we got right now, like, hey man, um, it just keeps getting better and better. It's like <laughs> it's uh it is it is so dope. And then, you know, I'm just one of them people that I don't like to listen to myself. Like I listen to myself to critique myself, but I don't like it at all. Like I give myself a bunch of pointers to uh to not do. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm that last one, yeah. Like I meant every bit of that. Like every time I see that, I'm like, no, I like I mean every bit of Kelsey Santana is going to beat the shit out of one of you niggas. It's like, <laughs> and I hate to say it like that, but it's the honest God truth. And I ain't, you know, that that ain't me trying to uh, push no agenda, being on nothing. I just think Saucy Santana. Y'all were downplaying that man's masculinity, man, and he's gonna end up beating the dog shit out of one of y'all. <laughs> and I'm gonna Thank laugh, you. like I'm gonna laugh, and maybe that's gonna make us viral, like because I always told y'all this, <laughs> like for real. He's going, man, man is big and solid, and he's fast. Like this dude knows how to back it up and drop it as big as he is. You think Not he that. ain't going left and a right fucking combo? He gonna beat the dog shit out of one of y'all, man. <laughs> yeah, Santana. That's what uh, <laughs> Rolling Ray call him Santana. <laughs> I want him to do a Jew Santana. Uh, fucking um. Uh, I I want him to uh uh do a, a dub over uh Santana's song. Santana, and I want him to really talk his shit. Mm, that would be good. That would be yeah. Man, that would be good. I would bump that shit in my car because I know I can beat a, a, a nigga ass like, and I'll bump <laughs> the shit out of that because that's just him. Everybody underestimating him and him being who he is. Yeah, uh, yeah. we bang them hammer, Santana. Yeah, that is yeah. that will <laughs> fucking destroy a lot of these niggas with that super um, extra masculinity. Knowing these niggas don't know how to fight for real. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. But here we are. Nothing to do with nothing. Not a damn thing, because I ain't even put him on the docket, and he so didn't. He's been in the news lately again. But that's just us, you know, yeah. taking that left. We took a left before we even uh uh, uh went on the main road. Like, 
<laughs> soon as we put this bitch in drive, we took a left in the motherfucking driveway. Right, right. We ended up in the bushes. <laughs> but you know, that's the I'll essence. That's the essence of this show. I mean, it is what it is, man. Listen, um, without further ado, let's get the pleasantries out the way. This is the ish that we talk. You know who I am. Um, for my people who was there at the live show, for my people who was watching the live show, um, I, I, I'm gonna reiterate that. I, I tell y'all, man, I, I'm super glad for y'all to do that. Um, you guys are our sponsors because every time y'all watch us, y'all let um, somebody else know what we doing and y'all keep it popping. So um, again, man, I want to love y'all. And for my sponsors, I have to go and tell you the pleasantries of this shit. You can catch us on Apple Podcasts. You can catch us on Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you know my favorite. My girl told me the other day, like, yeah, I can't wait for you to get a Twitch because you're going to be on some bullshit. And, yeah, I am. Shout out to Twitch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised you ain't on there already. I got to, um, um, it's something going on with uh, our PlayStation, me and baby girl PlayStation. It's like, they telling us we need to get like some type of, uh, security code or whatever. Um, so I'm gonna try to figure out what's going on. Uh, of course, you know, I'm a nigga, so I'm gonna keep it real. I didn't get my, uh, my PlayStation 4, like the rest of you niggas got y'all PlayStation 4, like from a reputable dealer. I went to a pawn shop and snatched mine up for the dirt. So now um, we're going through this whole shit. So I'm going to figure that out. But, <laughs> you know, that's here nor there. I'm just going to keep it 100 with you. I told you I have no reason to lie. Yeah. Right. You get to a certain age and it's like lie for what? Right. You know, you're not the police. I'm not lying. I had no reason to lie to you, man. What the yeah. fuck? I mean, hey, you ain't, ain't nothing about to happen from me telling the truth at this point. Right. Like, what you going to do with me? Yeah. <laughs> Been there, done that too. <laughs> at this point, ass whoopers don't mean as much as they used to. Right, right. They don't hurt. Well, they still do hurt. But yeah. A little PTSD there. But anywho. <laughs> yeah, I see that. Right. My reputation is never gonna be uh um breaking uh because I've told you the truth. Right, right. When back in the day that shit used to be like I gotta lie because don't nobody wanna don't nobody need to know the real me. Nah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, here go me. Right. And if it's anything I don't want you to know, I'm just gonna tell you I don't want you to know it. Like it ain't your business. They, they said the machine was broke down. So I think exactly. uh, okay. Well, you know I do know ice, but oh. mm. All right, well, thank you. Appreciate it. All right, sorry. You got that water burger popping. Yeah. Yeah, just a drink, though. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen of Whataburger, um, listen, everybody in the city right now is like, I don't think it tastes, I, I, it don't taste as good as I thought it was going to be. And for everybody in the city, I'm going to tell you, you know why? Because you trusted a nigga that said he put ketchup on his steak. So... <laughs> Welcome Whataburger. What? With Whataburger, you know the only reason why Whataburger is here is because yeah, of Patrick Mahomes. I get yeah. that. I didn't know he put ketchup on his steak. Yeah, you trust a nigga to put ketchup on his steak. Yeah, yeah, and you're welcome for uh the shit that's coming through now. You know what? I like Whataburger out of town. 
it, I, maybe I got used to it because I ate it so much here that I'm just like, yeah. But at one point, I was going here after work so much they knew my order. That was that's pretty bad. Yeah, that's crazy because um, um, when I take uh, first time I taste, I was like, man, this shit is this shit ain't what it because um, I grew up on Whataburger. Because uh, I'm a product of Kansas City, and I'm also a product of uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I know what Whataburger is. Um, this ain't Whataburger I grew up with. Yeah. Like, I, I eat Whataburger um, when I was going to Texas often. I would eat Whataburger when I was down here. And it was heat down here. Up here, it's just like, yeah. yeah. And then I got the Diet Coke because... Um, I asked for a shake, and they talking about their shake machine down now. Don't y'all get up here acting like McDonald's and shit now. I got a theory that only they only do that in cities where it is predominantly niggas. Um, I'm around nothing but white folks out here, so that's terrible. Yeah, so that kills that. But um, Beckerman says people who put ketchup on steak should be on watch list. <laughs> I, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. There's something wrong with that. Like, I'm like, why did y'all allow this man to even put a staple? He put a franchise in this city. Whataburger yeah. is definitely trash, bro. Yeah, um, yeah Derek says Whataburger is trash. Um, but he only owns like two of them here. And they got like 50, 11 of them now. Yeah, but that's the thing that all he needed to do is put a staple out here. And then that's how that, you know, because um, that's how roaches uh, infest uh, spots. It just whoa, be one whoa, roach that end up in your purse. And then next thing you know, you got a whole infestation in your house. Okay, so we're going to move on because I don't like roach talk. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. I'm just saying. <laughs> While I'm drinking my water, what a burger drink. That's how that's, that's how um franchises infiltrate towns. That's how they do it. Only take one. And then when that one goes off, and then they make two more, and then when those two more break off, they make four more, and then vice versa. Or not vice versa, but you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, and then there you have it. And there you have it. An infestation of shit. Mm, that's tough. I, I can guarantee you in the next maybe um depending on Patrick Mahomes' career. If Patrick Mahomes has a great career, then I can see Whataburger being here for probably the next 20 years. But if Patrick Mahomes starts slagging off in the next two years, I expect Whataburger to be gone in 10. You think so? I think so. I think it's far beyond Patrick Mahomes at this point. I don't. You know why? The I, 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 yeah, the only reason why I say that is because um, even though White Castle didn't uh, didn't have a backing uh, like uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, White Castle was everywhere for a minute in this city when I was growing up, and then we slowly but surely start watching them niggas dissolve. Yeah, same with checkers. Now, if we was going to bring something back, they we should have brought back checkers and we should have brought back White Castle. 
No. But this is so would, not about fast food. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with that. And, and even before we even leave this, I say yeah. not even checkers, zips. Nah, I'll take checkers. I will take zips over checkers every time. Yeah, no, I'll take I'll take checkers. <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah, like I said, this has nothing to do with fast food. <laughs> we are talking about some badass kids. Um. Okay, so let's first talk about a kid. Um, that ain't necessarily bad. I don't know the kid. I just know a picture of the kid. And um, from what I'm seeing is that the Democrats are trying to peg him out to be a menace. And he's only like six years old. So there was a kid that was at a Chiefs game. And he had his face painted. um, And he also had on Indian attire. um, The head wear, the headdress. Excuse me. He had on the um, headdress. He had on the Chiefs jersey, and they painted his face half red, half black. I want to say, I I think it was red. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that, yeah, half red, half black. So the um, Democrats are painting him out um, to be in blackface and how we should be outraged and all this kind of stuff. Um, you know me, I am not here for the blackface. Or anything of the sort. Um, however, I, I mean, the pictures look horrible, especially from that black angle. Um, but it's not blackface. No, I don't. I don't believe it's that it's blackface. blackface. I believe that he's wearing. I mean, black is part of the. Is part of the colors. He's wearing the colors now. If you're going to come down on anybody, you should come down on the parents for not thinking this through because there is yellow and there is white that they could have opted for instead of black. Um, What what is worse that we should be upset about, and again, not upset at the kid, but upset at the parents, is the headdress. Yeah. if anybody you know knows anything about the Kansas City Chiefs, unfortunately I do. Um, but the Kansas City Chiefs, <clears throat> the name Chiefs has nothing to do with Native Americans, where it came from. It has absolutely nothing to do with Native Americans, but they did incorporate um, Native American um, culture. Um, and appropriate it for their for chiefs culture right so um once we became part of the once we got into this culture of wokeness and making everything right and whatnot the um society the american indian society whatever whoever society or whatever i don't know what their official name is but they met with the chiefs they told them what they can and can't do you know um, and one of the things was wearing headgear. So they stopped doing all of that, you know. So the fact that this little boy had this on was completely inappropriate. Not the not the paint on his face. So um what are your thoughts on it? 
Aha, I'm so glad you said and or you asked me that because my <laughs> thoughts on this is um hey ladies and gentlemen you know how to make a a, a racist is if you downplay him very early in life you shoot him down for being a motherfucking kid this is a kid he has no way, shape, or form of paying for any of this attire that he had on. This is a parent problem, but y'all are outcasting this little boy. This boy is going to be ridiculed. This little boy is going to be bullied. And and if you keep that up, you know who's going to hold him and put them under his wing? A bunch of racist white folks. So you want to know what makes a racist? When the world turns its back on him, and only people that want to be around is the motherfuckers that everybody is ashamed of. Like, this little boy has nothing to do with what his parents decided for him to put on. Yes, it, it is yellow makeup. It is white makeup. Um, And he had a jersey on. You could have left it at that. But no, his parents decided for him to do this. Now, we should be talking to the parents. We should be yeah. um, totally interviewing the parents, seeing where the parents' head is at, because um, I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Um, parents literally have to apologize. That little boy yeah. has nothing to do with it. The parents should doing it. actually be like, hey, check this out. We totally apologize for this. We did not mean it to go this way. We were just doing this. My son loved the Chiefs. Um, he equated that with certain things. And so... We put that in there. That's the only way I can see um, this turning out right. And even in that um, whole uh, case scenario of them giving an answer to that, it's still going to be flawed because y'all fucking know better. Know better. Yeah. Like. Yeah, the picture, I, I, the picture is, um, is jarring, you know, just to say, to say the least. The optics are 1,000% horrible. Um, it's triggering. And, okay. and, and, and you know what? I will give you that. I will give you that because it is triggering to some people. For me, I just thought the little boy was enjoying himself. Yeah. I, I know what I'm saying. It's and not I, his I, fault I, at and, all. It's not like, his fault at all. Yeah, he is in the upper echelons of what innocence and bliss was right in the moments when they was taking those pictures. Mm-hmm. He had no idea what he was doing, but his parents did. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the parents' motive behind that is up in the air. Because they could 1,000% have known and done it anyway. Or they could have been oblivious and been like, you know what? I didn't even think about it. You know, like, we just, we would never know that. Because who's going to admit to being like, yeah, I knew it and I did it anyway. You know, there's nobody that's going to admit that. But the fact that these are adults coming after the little boy, that is disgusting. Like the little boy's like six years old. Like y'all trying exactly. to ruin a six-year-old life. That's disgusting. That's why I that's why I said, man, leave that little boy alone. That little boy ain't got nothing to do with it. At the end of the day, man, you gotta understand that. Like, listen, his parents are in a generation where they know better. Um, I can guarantee you, I'm talking about man. Um, whatever I got in my pocket right now, I'm willing to bet if they put yellow and white face on that boy with the same um, Chiefs uh, type of tribal uh, helmet on him. 
we wouldn't even be talking about this. Not one bit. Not one bit. Excuse me. We wouldn't even be talking yeah. about this. It's the fact that, that that right there lets you know that the parents did that for a certain reason. And we need to be questioning the parents because I ain't even saying the parents is racist. I'm saying the parents are fucking uh, media whores. Mm. You know, because yeah. everybody knows better around this time and age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Like, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's sad. It's sad what's going on with that, you know, but I just, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but they are really trying, they are really trying it, you know, and um, here we are talking about it, but um, Derek says, um, I just seen the pic, Welcome to America, and then Beckerman says, so I don't understand if it's wrong to wear feather headdresses, why do roadside stands at reservations keep selling them? Feels like a trap. It you make a, a great great point. You make a great point. Um, <clears throat> because because like um, I I find that I find that uh hard. Like it's a it's a fine line with that because um, like I said on a previous episode, I just went to Africa and. One of the places that I went to was this 14 course meal um, of authentic African food. And then they we had authentic African entertainment and whatnot. There was a whole table of people that um, is of European descent that walked in in full African attire. And I watched these people walk in. And I was like, what in the entire world of fucks is going on here? And am I the only one that's mad? And this ain't even my country. Like, this is crazy right now, you know? But they sell it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's a it's a fine line. And if and if they sell it and if you come into you come in to patronize their country. You know what I'm saying? And you're giving them your tourist money and you like what they have. Who's who's to say not to buy it just because of some woke people that may tell you that it's inappropriate? Why are they selling it to you if it's inappropriate? You know what I mean? So it's it's a fine line. I, I will I, I will say this. Um, because it is a very fine line, like true enough. At the same time, though, um, Again, I'm gonna reinnovate on this on this young man, this this little six year old boy that um is in the controversy and in the mix of all this. Excuse me. He had no idea what was going on. At the same time, um, whatever his parents is and whatever um they decided to do for him, even if it was innocent, they ain't got nothing to um to really do with um, the controversy was going on around the country and going on around the world. The whole thing in a nutshell is, um, I don't know if uh, you've been paying attention to this, but I have um, when I watched this and I've seen how certain uh, things are played out. Um, certain political parties are making this uh, political. Like they're really yeah. 
putting it out there like, hey, this is why we should be doing this because racism still exists and why, 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 and all that. And this this person, quote, unquote, ain't doing this and this person ain't doing this and quote, unquote. And at the end of the day, it's like we've been on racism still. Racism is never going to go nowhere until we stop doing these fucking games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's just like um, one thing that I hate is, like I said, is, man, this little boy has no idea um, the type of shit he is going through. Um, and the whole world is talking about it. And now they're politically be, uh, uh, baiting people uh, against each other. Like, you know, because um, this wouldn't have happened if the Republicans would have did this or this wouldn't have happened if the Republicans uh, and the Democrats would have agreed to such and such and such and such. It is so much bullshit going on that, like, even government officials are making it seem, uh, like, putting into uh, uh, certain things, like, this is what happens when you put in the capitalism life or such and such. Like, this little boy just was having the time of his life at a football game. Right. Right. And then going back to the whole parents part of it all, if to your point, they were um, doing this um, because they are probably borderline racist and wanted to go viral or whatever the case may be, then they are horrible parents for putting their kids up to some shit like this, unbeknownst to them, you know? Like, that makes, if they did this on purpose, that makes matters 10 times worse. Again, if you ever want to make a racist, I keep saying that. Like, if you ever want to make a racist, this is how it starts. Because that little boy ain't got nothing to do with nothing. But now, everybody is uh, plagued against him talking about he don't like a certain people. You know what's going to end up happening? The people that don't like a certain people, they're going to be the ones that protect him. And so he's going to end up not liking a certain fucking people. Right. Right. He's going to be a fucking Cal Rittenhouse. That's what this is like the makings of. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sad. It's sad. You know what I mean? And then in, like you said, the political party is just like, it's the Democrats that are really trying to put this up, you know, going after this kid or whatever. And what I've seen now, you may have seen something different, but what I've seen is the white Democrats. And I really, I ain't really seen too many black people that come up and be like, this was racist or anything like that. So he's going to hate a certain demographic and we weren't even the ones that were targeting him. Listen, I'm glad you said that because it is a white uh, Democrats, but the thing is what a lot of people fail to realize is, you know who keeps racism alive? White people. Mm-hmm. And it be the white people that you call your ally. Yeah. And I they hate get to more say mad like that, but I'm going to keep it real. And it ain't got nothing to do with uh, a black man being soft or a black man being any type of thing or a black woman being uh, a coward or a black woman being any certain type of thing. Black people has always tried to assert themselves in what they think the norm is. They have never tried to conform, but they've always tried to be on a regulative mode. They have never tried to do anything else. It is white people that go above and beyond to keep what used to happen, keep on happening because they fight for it. Like we fight for shit that matters. 
as, as as black people, I hate to say it like that, but when certain racism shit happens, that's when we fight for it. But it has to be merited um, for the uh, black people that I know that have done things like that. Like the black people that I know that was affiliated with the Black Panthers and um, the black people that I know that was uh, a, a part of the uh, unity movement and things of that nature. Um, they was fight, fighting for things that actually really mattered. They wasn't going on there look, uh, looking for children and being like, look at this black face. Mm-hmm. They were actually pointing out uh, shit that was actually happening and making change for this shit. Right. 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 So Beckerman says, but someone there was happy to make those tourist sales food on the table. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like it helps, it, it helps their, it helps their pockets to sell those type of things, but they know that's what the tourists want. It's in, it's in demand, you know, but I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's a fine line. It's a fine it line. It is a fine line. And um, I say this, like, as much as, you know, we from the town. So um, being from the town, you have a love for the Kansas City Chiefs. But I do. I was, <laughs> um, said, I was, not, everybody, not everybody's right. a Chiefs fan. Right. Um, I'm not a Chiefs fan per se. Um, everybody knows that. I don't even have to um, be on no extra with that because I'm, I'm going beyond that. What I'm saying is, what we're going to have to do is what uh, the Cleveland Indians did. I mean, uh, excuse me, not the Cleveland the Indians. The Atlanta Braves uh, start doing. Uh, well, I, don't, I won't say the Atlanta Braves start doing, but uh, the Atlanta Braves fans start doing. And they start rocking uh, Caucasian jerseys instead of the Braves jersey. What's a Caucasian jersey? Um. They had a white man right there, and they would have Caucasians instead of the Braves. Uh, instead of having the Arrowhead and having the Braves, they had a white man and said the Caucasians. And they start rocking those shits. <laughs> See how they like it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it changed a lot of dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. So I know, I know the Redskins changed their name. I know the... Um, Cleveland Indians changed their name to the Guardians. Um, what have the Braves done? Oh, no, no. It was the Cleveland Indians then. It was the Cleveland Indians then. Because I know it was okay. one of them. I, I know what I'm saying. I know it was one of them because it changed the dynamic. I was watching motherfuckers walking around with those colors, but it was the Caucasians on there instead of the Indians. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So I know, like, I know, like, the Atlanta Braves, like, okay, the name itself, Braves. It's fine, but their whole, you know, their whole everything was Native American based. So have yeah. they done anything to change that? Or I don't know. I, I'm, you know what? I'm gonna have to do my uh, do uh, diligence uh, and research and try to find out. But the same thing about the Chiefs, though, because I always say like, um, anybody that knows me that uh, when, uh, when they was talking about uh, NFL teams and like. Uh, certain teams change, and I said, "Man, the Chiefs need to change too." Like, even if they the name have, like, Chiefs, the name Chiefs doesn't need to change, but there's a lot of shit that needs to change. But to see, like, like this, this is why I'm saying everything needs to change because even though, okay, the Chiefs, the, the the name Chiefs didn't come from it. 
Um, they changed the, sta- uh, the name of the stadium, but everybody still respects it as Arrowhead. And they still have Arrowheads on there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, a, it's KC in the middle of an Arrowhead. Mm-hmm. The Navy SEALs yeah. didn't come over Arrowheads. The Indians yeah. did. Yeah. Like, you know, um, it's so much shit going on that, like, yeah, they need to just address right. it and change everything. There, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that need to be changed. Um, I, you know, every everybody knows I don't like football, but in the same breath, I grew up in a football family, so I know a lot um, more than a person than the average person that don't like football knows. Um, but I will say um, they have done a lot of changes because they used to do a lot of problematic shit. So I will give them that. Um, one thing that I know it's a uphill battle that you probably will never make it to the top is the Tomacall chalk. Yes. Like that is completely inappropriate. 1000%, but you would never get them to stop doing that. You would never get them to stop doing that. And I tried, I tried one time to have a conversation with my mama about that. (laughs) And boy, was she was heated like she wrote it. So yeah, I mean, the B one hundred and a complete beam with y'all. The only way the tomahawk uh, uh, chop is uh, would be regulated and warranted is if uh, Indian owned part of the Chiefs. Yeah, now I can get behind that um, if they had if they had a seat at the table. Because yeah. them just meeting with them and saying what they can and can't do, and then for real, for real, them going back doing whatever the fuck they want to do anyway, is not enough. Yeah, you gotta have them, you gotta make them a part. You gotta put them at the seat at the table. I don't give a yeah. fuck what you're saying. Um, the uh, the name doesn't mean the actions of what everybody is going through. Even as we see as as this young little innocent boy gets thrown under the bus, um, if they're doing it like that. The only way to uh, reconcile all that is having someone at the seat of the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but they barely they barely want anybody outside of a white man to be at the table. So I can definitely see that not happening in our lifetime or in current lifetime. So <laughs> yeah, current's gonna change everything. That's why his name is current because he's gonna be the current. He's going to be. The move, he's gonna be the wave, baby. Yeah, but well, that's what I'm hoping and praying for, cause uh, it ain't it ain't happening no time soon. <laughs> so he need to hurry up and grow up to change some stuff. And he's a representation of that. He's a representation yeah. of um, his father having um, a mother with um, that comes from slavery of Indian lineage. Because mm-hmm. she's from the Morel tribe. The Morel tribe was an Indian tribe. And then he comes from a father who has um who has Latino lineage. He is um he is the he is the red boy that's gonna change everything. His yeah. name is Karen Lee. So Karen Lee means uh, like as he grows older, these are things that currently are going to change. And then if they don't, he is the current that makes them change. I love that. Yes. Yes, but we need we need him. We need him to do it, cause uh, these folks, these folks current currently, 
currently. Yeah. That is so dope. Yeah. Currently. Yeah. That's my yeah, that's my son's name. You want to say you yeah. get it that you love it, right? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that that's what's going on in Chiefs news. So um should we just go on ahead and go just go to the gutter? Since we're on since we're on race. Let's talk about something that's actually racist. All right. Um, before we go there, D. Harrell is watching, and he says, semi-sidebar question. Is it appropriate or inappropriate to say Indian when referring to Native Americans? It technically is inappropriate um, because they were misnamed. So, um, because, you know, Christopher Columbus thought he was in India. Yeah. So, Yeah. They are um, Native Americans. That's the correct term. Um, but some people do say like American Indian. I don't know if that's acceptable, one hundred percent across the board. But I know Native American is. I'm a, uh, I, I, I I'm only say this, and um, when I say this, I don't I want nobody else to quote this or think this is the way to say things. Um, I will say this. As a person who, when he found out about certain things about his life and what they labeled them, they labeled them Indians, um, um, not um, Polynesian, not uh, somewhere uh, overseas, East Asia, any of that. No, they was just Indians. It was uh, it was five dollar Indians, uh, things of that nature. Uh, so um, I will say. Um, because of my lineage and the disdain from it, like, cause I'm, I'm, I'm not bigging them up on any type of uh, way. Like I'm not one of them niggas to be like, you know, my hair. So my hair's this way or my eyes pop this way because I'm, uh, cause I got native American in my family or anything of that nature. Um, I say my mother is a descendant of slaves that was um, slaved by uh, Indians mm-hmm. And I mean that's in a record book. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't you know. What I'm saying I'm not doing it because I'm trying to uh, big them up or, or trying to misquote uh, them. I'm I'm quoting what it was in the history book of what my uh, mother's uh, ancestors were slaved by. Because that's when they talk to me. That's what they say. Yeah. So um, going down this uh, sidebar <laughs> with. With your um, lineage, would that be looked at on the same level of a um, black enslaver? Insla- I, I, for me, yeah, because um, I'm one of those people that think that um, all people of color should have protected people of color. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and when I say that, I really mean that. Like, I don't think people really understand how I be quoting that, but I be meaning it. Yellow, black, brown, red. We supposed to we we are supposed to have been taking care of each other. Like it 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 didn't make any sense for someone of uh and I'm not downplaying white people when I say this, but it doesn't make any sense for someone who is the minority of you take control of everything. And so that's why I I, I I big up, I always say uh, people of color. So yeah, and that same reference, I do because I always say that shit too. Like, I um, 
I'm one of those people that I you know what I'm saying because I, I went to an African centered magnet uh elementary. I knew a lot of things that other people didn't know. Like I used to tell like my mama used to get mad because I'm like, you know they really sold us because they wanted to wear the white men's clothes and drink the white man liquor. And they you know what I'm saying? It was it, it was us that sold us. And she used to be like, Don't speak like that. And I'm like, nah, that's the truth. The truth is written right there. It's written. It not only is it written right there, you had to actually find it because they don't want to tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would be something interesting to explore because you don't hear about that. Like you've heard about the um black people um owning black people, but you don't hear about the natives owning black people. You know what I mean? So um, that would be very interesting to explore. Um, and yeah, of course, they have documentaries. The, um, they even have a documentary on the Morel tribe. Oh yeah, they do. They uh, it, I know it was on PBS. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I know my uh, my mother. Uh, her uh, her maiden name is Morel, so she. Mm -hmm. um, so I know she's a descendant of the Morel tribe. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, um, yeah, I think that'd be very interesting to explore. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that that's the that's the semi sidebar question. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, so. Excuse me, not the Morel Drive, but the Morel uh, the Morel uh, uh, slave uh, that like they plantation the, the Morel plantation. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, yeah, so let's just go ahead and dive into this other racist ass story that got something to do with Kansas City. Um, which is so well, like people don't really think about Kansas City as far as like race. And it's extremely racist here. Um it's and it's it's still segregated as well. But um segregated as fuck. Yeah. But um there was a an incident that happened um, probably like a week or two ago, actually. We're just now finding out about it this past week at a um, local high school. Um, it's on the Kansas side, um, Shining Mission East High School. Yep. Um, so there was a black girl who confronted these white girls. It's about three white girls she confronted because she was informed that the girls had um, been using the N-word and calling the black people slaves. So there is video footage of her confronting the girls. The girls act like they have no idea what she's talking about, right? So, um, so yeah, so they have an exchange um, and then they ended up walking their respective ways, right? While they're walking, um, of course, people are still talking, but same in the same sentence, they're walking their respective ways. So there was a guy that was walking with the white girls, a white guy that was walking with the white girls. While he's um, walking with them, he yells out to the black girl, shut the fuck up. When the girl responded, and so then the boy turns around, walks towards her, gets in her face. And next thing you know, he pushes her. So when he pushes her, the girl hits back. And then there's a full-on fight. 
the boy just starts pouting in the girl's face to the point where he broke her nose. She had to go to the hospital. Um, nobody jumped into the fight. The fight goes on for a considerable amount of time before administration broke them up. Like um, boys so when they were broken up, um, the black girl got five days um, suspension. The white boy got three days suspension. And this has sparked outrage. Um, it's hit the national blogs. So now um, it's national outrage. They did a protest Thursday at the school um, because, you know, the girl, um, she was admitted to the hospital. She didn't start the fight. The boy started the fight. Not only did the boy start the fight, um, he hasn't been expelled. And he, um, because of the outrage, he finally got charged. He um, got several charges and it's a class four felony for him. I want to say he's like a 15-year-old boy. Um, and on top of all of this, the boy went on Snapchat and still using, he was using the N-word when he was talking to her, called her all kinds of N-words. Um, and then he went on Snapchat um, and was talking, calling all kinds of N-words, said he'll, he don't care if he's suspended or not. He'll go up to the school and do this, that, and the third. So now you're threatening to do something to the school. Um, there's no terrorist threats charges. There's no expulsion. They're trying to like really not um, have this be bigger than what it is. They're still trying to uphold the girl's suspension. They're not trying to like, you know, reverse it or anything like that. Um, they did do a walkout. They have a list of demands. Um, actually, I can read the list of demands because all the list of demands that they were requesting, I'm here for every last one of them. I doubt that they would get them. <clears throat> Just being real, but um, I'm definitely here for them. Uh, let's <laughs> see. Uh, where are they at? Let's see. Um, the demands is uh. Formal apology and administration or an admission, excuse me, a wrongdoing for suspending Bree. Um, expel the racist attacker immediately. Revise zero tolerance policy. Mandatory cultural competency uh, for administrators. Implement SURJ-KC's 2020 recommendations. Um, establish transparent accountability measures. And then they go into detail for each one, which I'm not going to do. But, um, but yeah. So they had all of these demands and whatnot. They did. Um, I guess they were trying to get them to not go forth with the protest, but they did anyway. And they said um, that the protest will get greater and greater until the demands are met, and they want every last one of the demands are met demands to be met. Um, being a kid in um, one of the school districts in the area, which is predominantly white, and having to deal with countless racist situations all the years I was in that school district, um, this is not surprising at all. 
not in the least, unfortunately. Um, especially the way that the administration handled it. I'm not surprised at all. Um, but I've been out of this, I've been out of the public school system for some years. So it's sad that too much has not changed, you know, but, um, yeah, um, I'm here for their demands. I hope they get every single thing that they are requesting. Um, and that racist fucking prick of a kid needs to be in somebody's jail. So, um, yeah, and especially because like he is he's threatening the school at this point. So why if you don't want to expel him for nothing else, why don't you expel him for the terrorist threats on the school? You know, that this is what this is what domestic terror is made of. This is what people get like mass shootings. This is like the making of a mass shooting. Like this is it's it's insane. But but yeah, what are your thoughts? Uh-huh. <laughs> You know, one I will see. I, I will just say I love when you're passionate about shit because you will just go on a tangent. I told you before we uh, <laughs> before we started recording. When I get when I get to that point, shit makes uh, like shit just comes out and it makes complete sense. So, cause I just be on one, but yeah, I respect it. Um, I I hundred percent respect it. <laughs> you touched on so much shit. I want to say. And you said it without um, me being uh, vulgar at all. But uh, I will jump in and and be on this and say, listen, the parents of that, uh, the parents and the family of that young woman. um, One thing I want to tell y'all is I I, I put y'all on high uh, resolves. Y'all are definitely um, the humbled under God. Because, nigga, when I seen the footage, I said, oh, yeah, if that was my people, I would be going to beat that little boy ass. Oh, yeah, we like, we riding tonight. Facts, like, straight up, I'm about to beat this little boy. Even if, this little, if you got, if, if the inkling of what you seen that little girl do, is what all the family member the family members only had. Oh yeah, it's gonna be about three, four of those on your head though. Yeah, cause like, not to cut you off, but like watching the footage of the actual fight. If we just taking the fight for for the fight, not putting everything else in it, just the fight for the fight. She had some hands. It's just he had the reach. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like he the had. They was. Oh. He's a male, and that's what kept him around. Because listen. And I got, like I told my baby, like I told Jasmine, I said, that nigga was just mad that he didn't know that left was going to come that fast. Dude, dude. You know what I'm saying? The reason why he got aggressive, yeah, the reason why he got super aggressive is he didn't think that left was going to come that fast. That left came hard and fast, real Mm -hmm. quick on his ass. Like, he seen the first one, he was like, ooh, and then that left, bow. That made that nigga rethink what was really going on in this fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's seen that overhand. Yeah. yeah. Like he's seen that overhand. Like he was like, oh, I got that. But he didn't, he did not anticipate that uh that motherfucker left. Yeah. Yeah. And she was not letting him go. She was like, bow, 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 bow. 
So she she had him. He just had to reach. I was just like, damn. That's what that's that's how he caught her nose because of that reach. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, uh, we the beating. We the we the beat. Uh, and, uh, yeah. and I hate to say it like that because um again the views and um the the opinions about what I'm about to say has nothing to do with the uh with the views of the issue we talk. But I would have beat that little boy ass. Like, oh, yeah. straight up. I would have beat the shit out that little boy. Like, I would have caught yeah. that little boy somewhere. And, I, and, and I, I'm I'm just, and one of my brother will tell you that right now. And I'm methodical. I don't, I don't never want to get you when you think I'm going to get you. I'm going to wait till you, like, chilling out with your girl. And you think everything cool because ain't nothing going to happen. And then, like, four or five niggas is going to beat the dog shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. That was, that was insane. That was insane. And just, just, and then this is the killer part about all this. They have been complaining about this boy. They've mm-hmm. been putting in, going through the system, doing the proper um, paperwork and all that on this boy. He has several racist complaints. That's what I was about to say. Yeah, this ain't his first rodeo. That's the whole no. thing. This, this ain't his first rodeo to that. That's no. what, that's what make me more say, Hey, um, they got the patience of Job. Mm. You know, if, if any of my Christians is listening to me, <laughs> her parents got the patience of Job. Yeah. Because if that had been my daughter, oh, they would also be having headlines about how the daddy stumped a mud hole and that nigga's <laughs> ass and his daddy's ass, and then his brother's ass, and whoever the fuck said something, he was stumping mud holes in their ass. Right, right. Like, that was, it was crazy. It was so, it was so freaking crazy. And it's just like, like, who raised you? You know? Like, who fucking raised you? How trash are your parents? You know who raised them. A bunch of racists. Right. Right. And he getting away with the shit. You know what I'm saying? And then I'm thinking like, okay, maybe her parents are playing the long game. Maybe they're maybe they in it for the marathon. Maybe they're trying to get her tuition paid for it. Because the fact that you have that the school has all of these complaints and y'all still ain't doing nothing with this motherfucker. Like it was going to like this was boiling. It was this was going to eventually happen. And y'all did not protect my kid at all. At all. So that sounds like a lawsuit to me. And she can mess around and get her college tuition paid for by Shining Mission East. And I wouldn't be mad at that either. College tuition? She's going to get her fucking grandkids college tuition paid. If they All go that. through that, man, that is, that is a If they do this right, yeah. Super million dollar lawsuit. Yeah. Um, I and, wanna, they got, uh, and they got it. That's one of, that's, that's one of the uh, most expensive counties in the world. Or not world, but in the country. They got it. So, yeah. I want to um, run it. highlight uh, the things that I said because I don't want to downplay people because um, I'm not saying his parents are racist um, at all when I say he was raised by racists. When I say he was raised by racists, I mean the things that he um, computed and uploaded to him because he has a phone and a laptop. And then he... Um, He's probably one of those kids is just like um, 98% of the kids that we have now that the computer and the, and their phone and their tablet raises them. He was raised a bunch of, bunch of races. I'm not saying his parents are 
Like, so that, let me not, because I, I, I want to, I want to say that because not everybody uh, uh, has uh, good seeds. Um, we see that in the black community. We see that in the Hispanic community. We see that everywhere. Um, not everybody has good seeds. Um, the thing is, you still have to address it for what it is. You know, I'm not downplaying the parents. Maybe the parents were great parents. But you know where they failed at? They allowed him to be raised by racists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, your boy Seven says, hate crime all day. Oh, yeah. 1,000%. 1,000%. There ain't, no there ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they need to get Ben Crump on the line to come down here. I've been all in the comments you know, on um, social media, like, y'all, it is racist for real here. Like, it's completely segregated, and they don't give no fucks in. I, and I'm speaking from a personal standpoint, because I was once Brie. You know what I'm saying? So, justice for Brie. But it, 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 it's more or less um, brainwashing. Because I hate to say it like that, but I'm going to keep it 100, um, because a lot of people... I always downplay us because they say like, "Hey, as, as as black people, y'all always side with everybody else. Y'all don't never um, sorry y'all own desires and and y'all own demands because of what happened to y'all." And that's a hundred percent right. Um, at the same breath, I will turn around and say, "You know what? A lot of y'all get brainwashed because y'all don't look like me." You know, mm. that's the thing. It's a lot of that's why I always say, "Man, I love people of color." Um, like if you go to Singapore, they have Asians that look just like me, and they got Asians that look just like Usher. Real shit. I ain't even gonna make that shit up. It's a movie called The Raid. If you watch The Raid, you will watch it. You will see every nigga that you ever met in the hood in that motherfucking movie. I'm not bullshit. Did you put this on Facebook? Yeah. Okay, I'm about to say, I'm yeah, like, because I, you know, because I was, I said it was fucked up how they killed Usher in the raid, <laughs> and and the niggas that really watched the raid, they was like, damn, like, damn, it was yeah. fucked up how they killed Usher. Right, right, yeah, yeah, he do look like him. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Uh, um, reading from that left, what I'm yeah. saying is, <laughs> the thing is, you know, you you. And everybody of color that that we we all know each other. It, we all have the same thing. It's the ones it's the ones of us that become passing, and then they start letting certain things happen, and then they start sweeping things under the rug because mm-hmm. it's the passing motherfuckers who are actually the ones that uh, Ice Cube be like the gatekeepers. Them are the passing motherfuckers. Not necessarily just the passing. It, it's also the acceptable ones. The ones where oh. folks can be in, like, white folks can be in front of you and say all this type of stuff about your people and then be like, but I'm not talking about you. Right. You're you're not one of them. You're different. No. The ones that'll be, that'll be that kind and be like, yeah, yeah. But, you're, but, but you're you. You know, um... I hate to bring it up like that because like Jasmine probably be mad at me for bringing it up, but I'm gonna bring it up anyway. But one of her friends growing up, um, one of her people said, "Nah, but you're you," so that just meant like she was safe. And in her mind, yeah. she's like, "Bitch, I ain't the safe Negro. I fucked this whole place up." 
Right. I'm the one you got to worry about. Yeah, I'm the one you really <laughs> got to worry about because y'all let me in the fucking door. Right. Stupid bitch. Like, right. this you is how her mind true. works. Right. But they were like, nah, you cool because you're you. Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it's it, it, those are the people that's, that's getting in the door and then like they want to conform so much that they just throw the rest of us under, you know what I'm saying? The, uh, uh, under the bag. Like mm-hmm. we don't, we, we don't have nothing. And then, and then they wonder why, you know, um, everybody of a certain color, like uh, really start doing, they really start uh, uh, hating everybody else because at, at the end of the day, everybody got their own struggles. It's just always a, a, a fight on whose struggle was the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's all oppression Olympics. Yeah. Whoa. Ooh. Yeah. That's that. That's the, that, that's the best thing I've heard anybody say, because yeah. that's what it is. It's always, it always end up being people of color, always arguing about who had, who been the most oppressed. We've been oppressed period. Yeah. That's just what it is. You let the low man on the totem pole oppress everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But that, but other, other um, races that may not have been as oppressed as others feel like they better than the ones that have been the worst exactly. or the lowest exactly. on the totem pole, you know? So, and they like, yeah, this is happening to us, but at least we're not them. And then some of them go as far as to treat them differently because of their proximity to whiteness. So, yeah. It's just a bunch of bullshit. Everything, all that shit is a bunch of bullshit. It is. It is. Um, but, yeah, but that that's that's that. Um, just like I said, justice for Bree. Hopefully, um, they do have a meeting of the minds and they do um, meet their list of demands with complying, you know, I, like I said, I haven't, I 100% back everything that they're demanding. So they had, they, they didn't say not one thing wrong, but, um, a hundred percent, you know, know, that's what it is. This is, this is, I mean, even putting this in seven degrees of separation, this is what's going to happen to the little boy who just wanted to go to a football game. And got told he was, you know what I'm saying, he was being in blackface and he was being a racist and only racists take care of him. Yeah. Because yeah. at the end of the day, this little boy was 15. He had no reason to even harbor that type of hate. Right. At 15, at li- I was 15. We hated ourselves. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> we didn't like right. the way we looked. We was awkward. I don't give a fuck yeah. if you were smooth and you had all the clothes in the world. You was insecure as fuck. Right, right. Like we're dealing with too much. Man, you know, dealing we, with we that. going through these changes. We don't know what they mean. We can't talk to our parents because it's weird. The health teacher is old and don't and outdated and don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's a lot going on at at fifteen years old to be worried about being racist. <laughs> Imagine thinking about all that and also thinking these black motherfuckers ain't shit. Like what? Right. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> I don't have time. And on top of that, for me, Bone was at the top of the world. So I'm 
too busy trying to figure out what song I'm going to learn word for word off of East 99 to be worried about what the fuck they got going on, like, or yeah. Art of War or whatever the fuck was out. Like, I ain't got time. It's like, what the fuck, nigga? What the fuck are you, the whole, everything that you got going on in your mind and the first thing that triggered into you is this black bitch better not say nothing to me. Like, right. I fought us. Yeah. 100%. I fought us. For for being that kind of and, and and portraying that shit and movies and and rap songs and everything that they was listening to that made them think that it's cool to not like us because we don't like us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I fought us it's for that. Wow, it's wild how that works. Wow, how that works. But but yeah. So um, next up on the kids going wild edition. <laughs> <laughs> of the issue we talk. So T.I. and King. Um, so T.I. did something at the Falcons game. Great. Um, we ain't gonna say he did something. He performed. What did he do? I didn't, I didn't know what he did. I just know he did something. So he performed? Yeah, he performed okay. at the Falcons game. Was it at the halftime? Um, it, um, I think, yeah, I think it was a halftime because I know I think Ludacris did the opening and then he performed in a halftime show. But I'm not for sure because I didn't watch that game. I wish I would have. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. But I so know Ludacris was there and T.I. was there. Okay. That's what's up. So, um, and I've seen I've seen um, T.I. perform a couple of times. He's a good performer. So, I'm sure they were definitely entertained. Um, but he did have a sweet at the Falcons game and his family was there. Makes sense, right? So um King, uh <laughs> I don't know what's going on with King, but King um King and his parents and other people in the suite, they were having a conversation, I guess, um, about him being privileged and and born with a silver spoon and he wants to say the opposite. And then of course they go back to the whole thing of him um living with his grandma um you know when he revealed that he lived with his grandma he didn't really put it in context as to why that occurred and apparently he's a grandma's boy and he used to cry really bad about wanting to go over there so they just said you know what fuck it you can go that's what i'm gathering from the whole ordeal from hearing other sides of it now so um king goes live while they're having this conversation, you know, because um, King thinks that when he was over at his grandma's house that she stayed in the hood and he didn't want to be in the in the gated community. He wanted to be outside yeah, with yeah. the people and all this type of stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah. But we have all seen Tiny's mama's house. That was not the hood. That had never been the hood um, on none of the reality shows that Tiny has been on. We have always seen her mama's house. That was never the hood, but okay. So um, they have this whole debate or whatever. And, you know, T.I. Um, said, you know, like he was joning on them, you know, cracking on them or whatever, um, teasing them and whatnot. Um, King is very sensitive, so you can't really tease him like that before he gets, like, really upset. And then on top of that, he went live, so he's getting embarrassed. 
And so he got in his feelings. Um, Tiny tried to calm him down. Um, he kind of like stepped to her while she was trying to calm him down. So T.I. got involved. So T.I. put his hands on him. I don't know exactly how he put his hands on him. I just know he put his hands on him. But because um, it was just, it was a lot going on in that video. Then when like it was a third party recording because the phone was in uh, King's hand while he was getting hands put on him. So uh yeah so a lot of people had a whole bunch of um comments and opinions about the situation um then yeah, as they should yeah then um they made up or whatnot but <laughs> there was a atlanta promoter that made flyers for a night and you know how they do these flyers they do these they'll put these random pictures that ain't got nothing to do with the night but it's catchy um it'll catch your eye so because that's the hot topic they put ti and king on the flyer and it looked like ti was putting king in a chokehold well the thing is <laughs> see i don't even think the chokehold thing was even uh well I know that was a sting to uh, Ti, but the the, the 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 point was on the flyer it was like, yeah, come see us stand on business. Like, yeah, that was the King shit. Kept that. Saying that. Yeah, King kept saying like, I stand on business. I stand on business. <laughs> he he sounds just like his mama, but with bass in his voice. It's so yeah. funny. But um, but yeah, so um, all that was on this flyer trying to get people to come out to this night at this club. Well, T.I. pulled up to the club and cussed them the entire fuck out. And, um, so much so that <laughs> they ended up, um, actually doing another flyer and have, uh, King, King and T.I. actually hosted that night at the club. Like, so that was that was a hilarious conclusion to that. But what are your thoughts on the whole situation? Um, my thoughts on the whole situation is um, one. I will say this: um, with King, uh, young King, uh, young man that he is, um, he is a kid that. Um, has always tried to seek approval from his quote unquote dad. And when I say quote unquote dad, I you know what I'm saying. I I I see it in, in this matter. Like T.I.'s definitely um uh definitely his father. T.I.'s definitely been a part of his life. But um I understand uh when King was growing up, what dynamic actually T.I. was. So T.I. never actually got to be there all the time 100% being his dad um so he's just trying to so king is actually just trying to be what he thinks his dad um wants him to be uh that's just, that's just my opinion mm -hmm. um at the same time I, I, not only will i say uh king is 100% wrong for that um i will also say um, Tiny and T.I. was completely wrong for putting family business on, on live with them. Like, it, it's cool for, for King to do that. Like, 
not to downplay um, uh, what happened because T.I. was supposed to bend check King, but he never did. So this is what this is the results of that. Um, yeah. When, when he get on live and get to talking about certain things, I'm never going to bring up certain things about him because um, at the end of the day, he's trying to do this for a reputation. And uh, I get it. Um, I would have nipped it in the bud, but because T.I. never nipped it in the bud, he should not be trying to um, demasculate him right then and there because that was demasculation. Whenever we um, whenever we uh, slice it, whenever we keep it, uh, the whole thing of parents supposed to reprimand their children, yeah, they supposed to. He should have told him to get off live and then he should have checked the shit out of him. He should have never been on live Letting his uh and saying it like, yeah, you wanted to go over to your grandma's house because you wanted to suck on a pasty when you was twelve years old. Like that basically told that, that that he was basically saying, nigga, you wanted to suck dick. That's why you ain't in my in my crib. You like, think that's where he was going? I don't think that's where he was going. I'm saying, as the masculating the male, um, that's what you do, even if this it, it, that. I'm not saying King is on, on that side. I'm, I, I think King is super heterosexual. I'm just saying. No, I'm talking about you think that's where T.I. was going with what he was saying. Yeah, I just, I just think he was trying to, uh, I think he was trying to check him or I'm, I know what I'm saying, but it ended up uh, backfiring because it embarrassed the shit out of him. He, you know, he was trying to check him, telling him, like, stop playing. You didn't live that type of life because, again, um, as we know, where uh, Tiny's grandmother stays, or, or excuse me, mother stays, it's not the hood. But that was the neighborhood you wanted to be in. And whatever fuck niggas wanted to be tough in that neighborhood, that is what it is. Maybe you hung out with them. That doesn't make you a hood nigga. Mm-hmm. And that's what T.I. should have told him all fucking lies. Instead of saying... You wanted to go over to your grandma's house because you wanted to suck a passy when you was 12. <laughs> Do you think that he knew that he was on live? Yeah, he knew. All of it. I, he knew at the point when... Uh, oh, no, Tiny, no, no. Yeah, you're right. Cause yeah, because Tiny turned into it and, yeah. and, and, and the one that started that shit. Yeah. Yeah, see, I I had a conversation about about that incident um, with D-Hero. Shout out to him. Because I was just like, you know, okay, at the end of the day, King, yes, King was wrong. But as parents, it's like, you know your kids and you know how far you can go with your kids. And we all know King is sensitive. You know what I'm saying? Like, teasing him and stuff like that, you can probably take it too far. You know? Um, and they can get in their feelings. And then, like, like you said, he got embarrassed. You know, but that was on him because you shouldn't have been on live. You can say it's on him, but at the same time, because I I, I tried to listen to everything and I really was paying attention to uh, certain things. One thing I really uh, paid attention to was the conversation he had with his mama when he was super escalated. Um, Mm -hmm. He said, why would you allow him to talk to me that way? Why would you let him talk to me that way? Like, let him? That's your daddy. But he don't seem as a daddy like that for real. Yeah. He seems as somebody he's supposed to surpass. Oh. Like that that's that's how he sees T.I. 
he sees T.I. as somebody he's supposed to be better than. So that just tells you, with like, we don't know what type of rocky life they really did actually have. It ain't got it. It, it don't have to be um, uh, generated in the hood to uh, let you know that you lived a fucked up childhood, though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There's people in mansions that have fucked up childhoods. Yeah, I mean, I was, um, I was trying, I was listening to everything that that young man was saying, and it was like, especially when that nigga was like, "I know you for real." And T.I. was like, nigga, my history ain't no mystery. As a dad, I was just like, yeah, because you're going to tell your son that shit for real because you're going to stand on you're gonna stand on what you said. Because, you know, I'm, before the whole thing, I hate that now this is a cliche and, and, and it's bad to say, but Jasmine will tell you all the time, I, I, I was one of those niggas that I always say, nigga, stand on business. Uh, mm -hmm. As a person yeah, that stands stand on, on business, business. I, you said what? I said I stand on business. Yeah. As a person that always stood on business, I understand that like that came from a place. That came mm -hmm. from somewhere that we don't really know about for real. Yeah. You know, that 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 came from a place of real judgment. Yeah. When he said, Man, I know you for real. That was right. judgment. That was that was real looking at you like nigga, you ain't the nigga that you want to you know what I'm saying. You betray people uh the people to think you are. Yeah, I got that too. But <clears throat> But in the same breath, I'm like, the person that you put out in the streets and the person that you're at home can be two different people. That's that's not abnormal. No, nah, I don't I don't think it was that. I think it was at that nigga that, that that nigga King knows the chink in his armor. Yeah. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah. And um and then I also because like I caught him saying that to Tiny as well. But I feel like he when I when I listened to it, I felt like he was saying that basically you supposed to have my back against him. Why didn't like you coming at me to stop, but why are you not coming at him to stop? Yeah. You know, so because that's what <laughs> to me, like you even said, like, you know, he she he did that because, you know, yeah, she always had his back. Like that was a thing. He was he always had that. Like every mm -hmm. time he jumped tough, he always had somebody to you know what I'm saying to defend him. You ain't got that no more. You're a grown man. You're a grown man now. And whatever you what whatever's been going on, now your daddy got free range to you because you're a grown man. Mm-hmm. So you should yeah. You, you, yeah, you should have been aware of that. So do you what do you feel if you feel at all if there was anything that T.I. did inappropriately? The only thing that I feel like T.I. did inappropriately was he didn't say, hey, man, get off that goddamn live, man. Mm. Okay. That's it. Other than that, everything he did was right because at that point, um, once uh, King got really escalated and he got real upset and he was going off, yeah, you are embarrassing yourself. And T.I., he was 100% right. You were embarrassing yourself. When he was talking that gangster shit, like when T.I. said, you moving in reverse, you are moving in reverse, son. Like, mm -hmm. you were trying to be something that I used to be. I'm yeah. not it no more. You're moving in reverse. Right. Right. Right, but I don't I don't know what it is with some of these kids. Like they just they want to struggle. And it was 
like I talked to a friend about this as well and I was just like, you know, like people did did what they did out of necessity. Not because it was cute or cool or anything like that. Like they did that because at the time they didn't see any other option. Nah. You know what I mean? And they and then I also feel like we're in a generation where parents are overcorrecting. And like cuz like you you know you grow up and you're just like, "Well, I want this for my kid. I want that for my kid. My kid's not going to have to do this that and the third what I had to go through and all that kind of stuff." So you overcorrect and you overcompensate and all that and sometimes that can backfire. I know sometimes that shit happens 100% of the time. When you overcompensate, you always have, you always end up with two type of kids. You get one that's so uh, introverted that they, they, they don't, they can't even compete with society. Uh, And then you have the ones that are so fucking glamorized with uh, being protected that they go out and do that most outlandish shit. Mm -hmm. Cause they think they always got a cushion. Right. Right, right. So it's um you know, it's it's difficult. It's it, it's difficult. You know, I'm I'm not doing it firsthand, but I assist. And shit it's difficult in assisting. <laughs> yeah, you gotta let kids go through their thing. I mean because yeah. my thing is like with Karen, like I'm not gonna I Certain shit, I, I I I tell myself that I'm never gonna do, and I really really uh, try to make sure that I don't do. And that's one thing that I'm never gonna coddle current. Like certain things that, that, that when he makes a mistake, he he should be able to take accountability for that mistake. I'm not gonna coddle him in that. I'm not gonna say, well, yeah, you know, because certain things happen and it wasn't your fault. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I'm not gonna do that. And only reason I uh I feel that way is because um I it, it's a lot of people in my family don't know how to take accountability. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're and that's what we see in with uh young King. He doesn't have uh the ability to take accountability for where he was. Mm-hmm. Like and that's because he, um, and that's only because he never been able to st- actually stand on business. Like you got to think about it. It was fucking Arab princes that went to go uh, box like professionally, and they were princes. They had all the money in the world, but they choose to play. They choose a, a sport that they it really had to test their manhood. Yeah, he ain't got that type of fortitude in. You know, he just yeah. he wants that he just wants that uh type of uh recognition because of who he is and what's his family name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like noticed, none of his brothers are doing that shit. No, no. But at the same time, you notice ain't none of his brothers doing that shit. Ain't nobody running up on his brothers. <coughs> right, in the same breath. Niggas run up on him. Nobody runs up on his brothers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, that's because he out here wilding, like. And <clears throat> and that's and that's what's about because um um I 
saw, I think on the shade room, the shade room did a post where they did a, um, a compilation of the kids that are in the business. And like, I think the only two that's not in the business is, um, Deja and major. Yep. And they're all talented in their respective, um, talents. You know, they're like, even, even King is talented, like, but it's just what he's, what he's doing, what his subject matter is. And it's like, you didn't really live that life. So let's not, let's not do that, you know, but, <clears throat> but yeah. So, um, Derek says FTK, <laughs> LOL, just kidding. <laughs> so, but, um. But yeah, so that is um, T.I. and King. Um, the last story we have is um, Young Thug. So Young Thug's trial <clears throat> started this past week. Ooh, yeah, so Young Thug's trial started this past week. Um, and a couple of things have happened in this trial that um, we can talk about. So... Um, Young Thug's lawyer has said a couple things in his opening arguments. Um, he said, "Oh shoot, just lost it." Um, oh, you ain't, uh, you ain't even gotta find it. Yeah, <laughs> you want to talk about how Young He's, Thug's lawyer said that mm -hmm. Young Thug, you know what I'm saying? He, uh, everything he's did is to uplift the community. Um, he has been trying to uh, his best to. Uh, show the world that uh you can change from where he came from um even yeah the thug in his name <coughs> the thug in his name means something derogatory the thug in his name actually means truly humbled mm -hmm. under god yeah he was young and truly humbled under god yeah he made a song <laughs> Called pushing P, yeah, and pushing P. That song wasn't about any type of drug paraphernalia or anything going on. It wasn't about you know sex trafficking. It was about pushing positivity. And no one sees this. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why they don't. And then YSL is the clothing brand. It's a clothing and brand. They could because they wear women's uh, pants. They wear women's jeans. Yeah, so it, it's just um, a clothing And I just think to myself, like, duh. We all know this, you know? I don't know nobody that doesn't know it. Um, And then... Also, they have also um, put in a motion to appeal. Um, I'm trying to pull pull that up now, but yeah, they put in a motion to appeal. So if the appeal goes through, then they just might get the case thrown out, and then Thug would be free. To push positivity. To push <gasps> positivity. Truly humbled by God. Excuse me. Truly humbled, hum, humbled under God. Mm -hmm. 
she's gonna be out here um yeah telling you all of the highs and lows about what it is to be a street rapper yeah yeah so um yeah unfortunately they are using his lyrics against him so this is like their defense for all that um what are your thoughts on <laughs> on this information <laughs> and how um the lawyer is um handling the case so far first and foremost um i will say uh they had to be afraid of his lawyer uh because they made uh several quote unquote mistakes there shouldn't have been mistakes but um i think they knew what they was doing like one mistake was uh well the only mistake that i actually seen was them actually um putting jurors on camera so they had to like um stop the tape and do everything else so those jurors are no longer on you know what i'm saying out there so of course you know you're gonna they're gonna replace them and i, I i'm nine times out of ten they're gonna replace them with uh white jurors and they're gonna try to eat that man alive um but like i said they did that shit because i think um however y'all want to place this man's lawyer i think they did that to try to uh put a uh a, a, a monkey wrench in that man's system because i think that man got some shit that's gonna come out as this trial is going on I yeah mean, cochran right. um, didn't state any facts only thing he was stating was actual uh opinions about certain things and then um what saved him, uh that whole uh case was uh the gloves didn't fit he didn't even yeah. he didn't even have no inkling about the gloves being there it just happened to be a win-win on this situation mm-hmm. and he came up with the phrase right off the top of the dome like a jay-z verse if it doesn't fit you must acquit yeah i mean that's basically what he did um and then um what what the lawyer put in was it was a motion to dismiss and they're trying to expedite the appeal so it can be heard at the same time time as the trial so i wanted to get that out there so yeah so it could if if it gets appealed it could could mean that thug would be free yeah but um yeah uh shoot i i just like i i i just really hope what you said is true as far as the lawyer is concerned because when he was saying those things he didn't sound like he believed them so if he don't believe him how is he gonna convey that to the jury with enough conviction to make them believe you know what i mean um but we just never know we just never know i don't know i don't know what the um jury makeup is so i'm not i'm not sure on if that would be something that they will buy or not but we shall see we shall definitely see um but yeah <laughs> yep um so we're gonna be pushing positivity to the to the end 
of the year and beyond. <laughs> you know? So that's uh that's young thug. So yeah. So I don't um I guess my final thoughts would be um basically what you said at the beginning, you know, thank everybody for coming out to our one hundredth episode celebration and those that watched as well um we definitely appreciate everyone's um support and continued support you know going into this next 100 100 episodes so definitely excited for um what's coming forward with the podcast so um but yeah that's what i have so Jerry's final thought. Take it away. Mm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's just say this. You know what time we're coming across. We're coming across uh, Christmas time. Um, Derek said, y'all been talking a lot of shit. Whoa. Yep. <laughs> There's a lot of shit talking. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. <laughs> but I'm going to summer it down. And um, I would just talk about, like, you know, like I said, um, you know, this is Christmas time. And, you know, around Christmas time, um, people think, you know, hey, this is a time for uh, giving and uh, letting people know that you're uh that you are glad for them and they're your present um for this year especially if you ain't seen them all year things of that you're a gift i'll say this uh when i was young christmas was about uh giving gifts but it was also about uh the uh birth of jesus as I got older, the birth of Jesus got kicked up out of there. Now, I ain't going to get super religious on y'all, but I will say, at this point, are y'all going to, uh, when are we going to stop believing what they try to uh, put on TV? When are you going to actually um, have your own thoughts and beliefs about certain things? Um because that's going to make you uh, actually sleep and live better. Stop doing the shit uh, you think is cool or you think it's supposed to happen because that's the demographic. Around this time, man, if you decide to have one person over 10 people or nobody, as long as you're taking care of yourself and doing the things that you're supposed to do um, under what you believe in, you on the you you're not on the naughty list, my nigga. Like, let's let's keep it one hundred. As long as you're doing what you're supposed to do, man or woman, you ain't on the naughty list. Stop trying to think you have to be on a narrative of something. Some people that ain't never been on no Jesus Christ kick decide to be on a Jesus Christ kick because they think it's supposed to give them a a, a left lane in heaven. Got news for you, people. 
I don't, uh, I ain't gonna say uh, I'm gonna downplay your belief, but the only way to get into where you want to get is if you truly keep it 100 with yourself. Stop lying. Just God, I believe in God, and God know you lying, my nigga. So stop lying. Do you keep it you? I always know what you got to put first. I always know it is a higher being. Come on, man. We, you, you just not created out of nothing. And you respect the higher being and you try to do your best um, to follow what you got to follow. And as always, take care of yourself and others. Thank you for Jerry's final thought. And this is episode 101 or 101. Of the issue we talk, um, Derek says congratulations. Thank you. Yes, sir. And we will see you guys for episode one hundred and two. Bye. Exactly.